gentlemen. Boys and girls. Jews and Gentiles. Herbivores and carnivores. Romans and barbarians. Kings and queens. That last one's a bit <laughs> ambitious. Uh, but I mean, who knows? Her Majesty might have some spare time on her hands at the moment. But in theory, if we're like sons and daughters of the king, does that? I guess that would make us princes and princesses, but that's a bit Disney-esque, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. There's royalty in there somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, welcome one and all to a new segment for the Weirdicum podcast. Um, Woody and Tufty's Tuesday Chinwag with me, Susanna. And me, Adam. We are the MTs coming at you from the internet in an undisclosed location. We've, um, <laughs> we've put this podcast together because we thought with it being another lockdown, we've got some time on our hands and we, uh, yeah, we want to update the church on what we're up to as the ministry trainees and we want to yeah, hopefully encourage you guys. Hopefully there will be some usefulness which comes out of this podcast. And what else do we want to do, Susanna? Um, I just think for me, when I was in lockdown the first time, I really enjoyed listening to podcasts. Um, just it's comforting to hear people chatting, I think especially um, when we lack this sense of community and people can feel quite isolated. We want you to feel a part of this fun conversation um, and listen to this when you're on one of your many walks or when you're making dinner or if you're sat in your favourite chair with a cup of tea. We hope you enjoy listening to us and um, that we have something of value to share with you mm. and providing we don't get taken down off the internet by ross evans <laughs> we will hopefully be inviting some of you guys onto the podcast to share what you've been up to and hope yeah hopefully just to encourage one and all so in the spirit of tuesday chinwag we thought we'd just have a bit of a chat about what we've been up to in the last few months obviously um before lockdown we had less restrictions but it's still been quite a strange year so far for us as the new mts um, so we thought we'd chat a bit about what we've been up to, actually. Because we have actually had quite a lot to do, I think. Yeah, it, it, it feels like that. Like, I'd say our Tuesdays were relatively unchanged. We were still able to spend our time with Clover. We had staff meeting with him and quality lunches by Clover. We've tried some of his ridiculously spicy sauce. And, yeah. Well, some of us have tried his ridiculously <laughs> spicy sauce. Not... I am yet to. I've had the more um, mild, sort of reasonable spice level ones but he's on the hunt for the hottest chilli sauce he can find indeed if you are a listener with a particularly spicy chilli sauce which you want Clover to try send it in to the flat at Whitcomb Baptist Church or wherever our postcode is BA24JR potentially but anyway um, anyway we digress also we've been doing one-to-ones with students as well which has been really really great probably one of the highlights for me I just love like getting to do things one-on-one and actually get to read the Bible with people and get to know them better. Um, we've had Oasis up doing as well. And the training course we've both been doing together. Yes, our ministry training course on Thursday. Sadly, it, it's gone back online during lockdown, which you know allows us to sympathise with our students who are struggling themselves with doing online lectures. So, you know, there's a potential hidden blessing in there. What else? Speaking of students, like... Grounded, that was in person as well. And despite the restrictions with, with masks on and not being able to talk to each other in the building yet, we really think the students had a good time. We've had a good time welcoming them into the building. And particularly um, afterwards, we would go off in discussion groups of about six, well, it had to be six people. Oh, we've been doing Lighthouse and T2. They're the ones that we're, oh no, and Adam's involved in Transformed as well. Um, which has been good to do them in person. Because when I came, I wasn't sure how much we'd be able to do in person, but it really is so much better being able to interact with young people um mm. uh, i don't know about you but the, the transform kids have been very accepting of having me there as a leader so thank you to you guys i've <laughs> much appreciated it's been great getting to know you guys 
and definitely one of the highlights was the final Sunday that we got to have together, I think, because that was our busiest Sunday so far, because we had early church in the morning, which you came down for as well, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah. I mean, I kind of just stood on the sidelines looking a bit clueless as to how to interact with all these <laughs> children, but I was there. But it was such a joy to see them, because they all looked so happy um, to see each other as well, and it, it worked really, really well, so I'm excited to be able to do that again where we can. Um, and then we had, yeah, morning service as well, and... Communion as well, we did on the evening service oh, for the first yes. time. Um, so lots of really good things. So it's definitely been hard to see all those things be put on hold because of this new lockdown. I think definitely one of the things I miss the most is being in the building. Because I think initially, church was quite strange, being in mass, not being able to sing, having to distance, and it felt kind of horrible. And it still is frustrating and sad. But I definitely kind of accepted it more and I was just really happy to be there. And I found worshipping actually easier, being able to stand up and close my eyes and really... Um, I felt like I could worship God in that environment. Um, and so it's sad to finally get to a place where you actually feel re- like quite comfortable and actually really enjoy it to then have it put on hold for a while. Yeah, it's definitely probably the biggest frustration is what's of this new lockdown. It's what's happened to Sunday. It was... Definitely the most manic day, with yeah. especially that final Sunday, setting up four rooms and four lots of chairs. Mm-hmm. But it, it was nice to be rushed around on the feet and just such a such a joy to see the church uh, congregation in person. Like we are missing you guys. Zoom mm. is great, but it, it really it was delightful to see you all in person. And mm. We hope once this new lockdown is over, that we'll be able to see as many of you as possible at these services, and then hopefully in good time, everyone together in person. Mm. Yeah, and definitely also, we can still go on walks and things, which is great, but it does make doing, like, one-to-ones more challenging as well. So when I did my one-to-one with Susie, one of the students, we would, um, it was on Wednesday when it was quite cold, we would sit on a bench, read for, like, 20 minutes, and then have a quick, like, walk around the park and then find another bench and sit down and carry on. We even had a bit where we like just did a spontaneous like run back and forth to warm up and then sit down again. So it can be done, but it requires um a bit more effort to to stay warm. Um but that's been good, yeah. Yeah and that will hopefully be one of the benefits of this lockdown again is the the new ideas which come out of it and new stuff which we can put into practice <laughs> when lockdown is over. I for one have definitely done more walking in the past couple of months than in the previous years, but then I set the bar incredibly low at university, <laughs> so maybe it wasn't too difficult to smash that record. Yeah, there are actually so many nice walks around Bath and really like nice flat cycle routes as well, like the two tunnels route. I did also did the a bit of the Bristol railway like cycle path um, last week, which is a lovely cycle too. So I definitely recommend getting out on your bike if you have one. Mm. Um, Although, word of warning, if you're doing the two tunnels and intending to come back on the canal path, <laughs> make sure you um, you get off the... Ca- or you cycle through the two tunnels and you have to get off the path, which I was not told when I went on my bike ride, which resulted in a three-hour ordeal in the Bath countryside, but I don't know. But wouldn't you just stop and, and check the map? Ah, well, you see, a sensible person would have done that, <laughs> but I, I was fairly confident that I knew yeah. what, was, what the situation was. There's a lesson there, I'm sure. Of course. Um, things we're excited for? One of us. One of us is very excited for Christmas. Guess who's excited for Christmas? It's, it's, it's not me, I can tell that. <laughs> I'm very excited for Christmas. I'm also very excited to be able to pick out a Christmas tree. Are we going to do that soon? Hopefully. End hopefully. of November? Oh, 
Christmas cheer now. Yeah, come, I, I think we need some Christmas cheer around in these COVID times. Uh, see, I don't know about the viewers at home. I'm a Christmas purist of anything Christmas related belongs in December. You know, it's, it's a bit like hyperinflation. Of <laughs> You start printing money, it feels good at the beginning, and then you devalue the money. In the same way, Christmas, you take it out of December, feels amazing at the start. And then what do you know? You devalue the festivities. Please don't compare Christmas to finances. That's really boring. Um, Some of us enjoyed our management models at university. <laughs> yeah, I just think normally I am a, a first of December. Out comes the boob late. Not before. I still are, I still do hold to that, but I have listened to some carols um, in the last few weeks just to boost morale. Oh, you know, carols I can accept that. That's worship yeah. of our Lord and Savior. Exactly, exactly. So I'm excited for Christmas and. Oh, Adam also had the joy of, what, seeing Christmas lights in town the oh, other day? Yes, and it made me very frustrated. I was doing an 11pm walk because I, I was in that mood. And then I came across some workmen who were shouting and putting up Christmas lights. And part of me inside, I, I wept. I wept. But I, I knew that other people in the congregation would probably appreciate it. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. Yeah, and we were planning lots of fun things to do. Well, again, I say if, you know, the restrictions allow. Um... But we're hoping to be able to do some kind of nativity or carols or um, events for kids and things. So those are sort of in the in the mix we're thinking about at the moment. Mm. Anything else you're looking forward to? Going home? <laughs> yeah, home. Seeing family? Family, yep. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking more about the dogs, but yep, family oh, yeah. will also be. <laughs> Your family as well. Can't wait. <laughs> Although, in a, in a serious point, I find... Because I can talk to my family on the phone, I have that degree of interaction, but you know. Mm. But you dogs, can't beat being in person though, surely? That is true, but there's at least some connection there. Whereas yeah, dogs, dogs, you have. There's no connection. That's an entirely touch based relationship, yeah. which <laughs> it is. doesn't really work on the phone. <laughs> so we want this podcast to have some degree of value to you guys in the congregation and whoever else may be listening in. So we're, we're going to, each week, we'll hopefully set aside some time to discuss what we've been reading in the Bible or what we've been reflecting on, whether it's in one-to-ones or with Clover. Um, so, Susanna, how about, why don't you start us off here? Yeah, so actually I've been doing a book called Enjoying God by Tim Chester, which is quite a well-known book, so some of you may have heard of it or read it. Um, I'm doing it with Susie, one of my one-to-ones. And um, there have been some really good chapters that have really got me thinking a lot recently. So there's one about enjoying God um, in the little blessings of life. Um, so often we can if we pray really hard for something and then there is answered prayer for that, well, then we can easily rejoice with God and thank him. Um, but often in the smaller little things of life, like the very mundane things like getting to a crossing and the light, like the green man coming up straight away and being able to cross the road or having someone buy you a coffee or um, there being no queue at the supermarket, like little things like that are actually all evidence of God's care for us. Um, because we live in a fathered world where nothing is just a happy accident. Um, actually, he is behind all of those things. So actually noticing them really helps you to enjoy God um, and see him at work. And then on the other side of that, we also experience really um, frustrating little life annoyances. Um, and often we don't really see God in those things. Equally, if um, we're going through something very traumatic, like a really big life struggle... Um, we're more likely to sort of work through, oh, where is God in this situation and how, what is he up to? And we will think about him more. Whereas if it's just something going wrong in your day, um, I feel like we're less likely to think about God. If we do, we'll be like, oh, that was just annoying and pointless. Why would you allow that to happen? 
um, or we'll just think, oh, that's just life, something I have to just endure. It just happened. Um, some of the examples that Tim Chester gives is like, if your toast lands butter side down, <laughs> which is quite annoying. One of, that makes me think, actually, the amount of times that I will put my toast in the toaster and then it will pop out and it won't be done enough and I put it back in and then it burns like every time and it's just <laughs> annoying. The other day I spilled a packet of couscous all over the floor and that was really annoying and I didn't think, oh God, like, well, thanks for, you know, disciplining me and refining me through this. I was like, oh, that's just one of life's annoyances, like, bother. Rats and, <laughs> and other small creatures. Um, and so actually reading this book was quite challenging because he was talking about how actually God is disciplining and refining us in all of these little things. Nothing is just a random accident. And actually there is always an opportunity to learn something. Um, and God actually cares enough to discipline us, like a father disciplines their child. Um, for example, also I noticed that I get really grumpy when the weather forecast doesn't line up with my plans. Like I was generally bothered that the day that I was in all day for the ministry training course, it was like really sunny. And tomorrow when I plan to do a walk with a friend, the skyline walk, it's pouring with rain all day. And in my heart, I'm like, why, like, why does the weather forecast not accommodate my plans? Like, almost like a sense of entitlement, like, oh, I deserve for this to happen, which actually is ridiculous when someone else may be praying for nice weather and, you know, need nice weather on Thursday and it doesn't matter that I'm indoors. And I'm indoors learning about God, which is great. And also, if you think about what we actually deserve, which is death, <laughs> the fact that I have life, the fact that the sun actually is shining and God is providing that, um, is incredible. And actually, to complain is, yeah, shows a lot about myself. So basically, long story short, I was, yeah, thinking about um, God's hand in the little good things and the little bad things. And actually, there's always something to learn um, and grow through those. That's my thought. Well, that is. <laughs> it's quite a long. Knock thought. my thought out of the. Um, oh out of the no, park. Adam! Oh, please, no, no, please no. share your thought. I would love to hear it. <laughs> well, one of the things we've um, we've been thinking through with Clover recently in our chapter of Gospel Fluency is uh, evaluating the thoughts we have in, in light of gospel truths. And I, I found myself on another late night walk during this week. I can't remember which day it was, and I was walking past one of the bridges in town and somebody had stuck one of these was stuck a rock on next to this bridge and it had the message Jesus loves you painted on this rock and it, it looked very pretty and normally I don't like these messages such as Jesus loves you because they're, they're out of context and don't really mean much to a non-believer and I don't know mm. what somebody's expecting to achieve by them but um this one actually it really it really challenged me and I, as I was on my walk it was again another fairly moody walk where I was reflecting on some things which had happened during the day and I had to stop and think, oh, you know what, this is such an important gospel truth like that. But Jesus does love me and he's died for me and what an amazing, joyful thing in my life. And there's so much reason to be praising God and to be filled with joy right now. And like these thoughts that I'm having, they just they don't stack up with with the gospel. And it was but it was a challenge, but it was also a good chance to uh, you know, reflect on the Lord's goodness. And uh, surprisingly, for the first time ever, I've actually enjoyed a rock with the words Jesus loves you written on Jesus it. is the rock oh there we go <laughs> this person clearly knew what they were doing yeah <gasps> cornerstone I don't know it looked, it looked pretty round like yeah I know but I, it was just because it has the word stone in it I was like stone my mind went Fair but enough. cool yeah <laughs> I love that and it kind of ties in with what I was saying in terms of like all these little things being like yeah it's, like it's not an accident or a random 
yeah, random accident that you saw that stone, like everything is mm. from God, which is really cool. Okay, I hope those thoughts were somewhat helpful, insightful for you guys. Um, mm. And for anyone from radio, which, which radio channel does the fourth of the day? If you're from that radio channel and you want our email addresses, please contact the church office. Is there a radio that does that? There is a radio. Like, I don't listen to the radio, I don't know. I don't know. I, like, but N- Nigel <laughs> from the chaplaincy, I know, has done a fourth of the day on some radio channel. Okay, yeah. It exists. Hit us up. So for the final segment of our podcast, we thought we'd talk about some recommendations. So if we have people on in the future, which we hopefully will, we'll ask um, our guest this question. Um, so we just want to think about things that you can do in this time um, to pass the time, things that we enjoy that we might be able to suggest you try out, whether it's something new or just something you haven't thought about doing. So Adam, from his spreadsheet of, of books, which really does... Um, it's extraordinary, really. I've never met anyone with a spreadsheet for books. What can I say? Is that a thing? I if, don't if know. If you can't put something in life on a spreadsheet, then it's probably not worth doing. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, each of their own. Um, so please give us one of your re- recommendations for... Cause some people I know in Whitcomb really do love their military history, so I'm sure you'll have a lot of, a lot of eager listeners. Oh, of course, well, as Susanna has alluded to there, like military history is one of my, my favourite things to read about. And I'm aware that this is not going to be for everyone, so I'll, I'll keep it short and sweet but if you're looking to get into military history i'd go world war ii and a book i can particularly recommend is stalingrad by anthony beaver uh, a in itself it's a really interesting point in world war ii and uh, anthony writes in a very accessible way in a way which introduces you to the situation can recommend it's on my bookshelf happy to lend it out and if you're um if you're a parent trying to indoctrinate your, your kid into military history and you're wondering what book to give them first, I would recommend something called War Stories by... Ah, uh, he's called Paul, but my spreadsheet is close. I don't actually... Well, ask me about the book. Ah, uh, Paul, Paul Dalswell. That, I probably butchered his, his name right there. But this is a, a great little book which um, any kid of a certain age would probably be able to get into. So, yeah. That is my recommendation. And if you're interested, it has 426 pages. Ah, oh, the, the very small pages that you um, And the, <laughs> he's even got the average page per day. How many pages you read that day? Yes. So he, the average page Adam read a day was 71. And it took him six days. Wow, you must have been really, like, focused on reading that. Ah, uh, well, it was bef- just at the start of second yeah, semester so last year. Where The goal know. is to try and read it. In six days or less, if you want to be Adam. Okay, and... Suzanne, have you got something which the majority of our audience will probably yeah, want to well, hear about? Yeah, well, I really... Well, it's not something I'm doing right now, but I really want to get back into baking again. Over lockdown, I did a lot of baking. I actually made doughnuts. It was actually... It was a long process. Like, you had to make the dough and prove it, and, like, they were proper, like, the little ring doughnuts you get from those, like, vans, you know, events and things, mm-hmm. in cinnamon sugar with, like, chocolate sauce delicious um so i made quite a lot of nice things over lockdown and i would like to get into it again and i think this is also a good month to do it because christmas is coming people so not until december the first well <laughs> some people are making their christmas cakes now oh, if i if i made them things you would definitely eat them though wouldn't you you wouldn't complain i would i would be annoyed with myself for allowing myself to eat these christmas things <laughs> But I would definitely Because I saw a recipe for, like, was it cho- Terry's Chocolate Orange, Rocky Road, or, like, brownies? That also makes me think of the Christmas Costa drinks, which are currently out. Um, 
don't know if anyone listening has had one yet. I had the the purple one, which is inspired by the purple chocolates that you get in Quality Street, which I think are the superior ones, the best ones with the hazelnut in the middle. But Joy seemed to think they were the worst, the ones that everyone leaves. So question, is the purple one one of your favourites or one of the ones that you leave behind in the Quality Street tin? One of your favourites too, isn't it? Oh, I mean, toffee penny all the way. But that's so hard. Doesn't it break your teeth? Or is it chewy? No, no, it's chewy, it's chewy. The first one, that's pretty good as well. Is there a strawberry one? Ah, there is, but who... who I, no, I love the strawberry, love the strawberry one. one. I love the strawberry one. Clearly, the minute training betting process needs updating. Um, what was my point? Yeah, Christmas drinks are out. Red recommend. You go and check them out. They will brighten your day. There's also a cherry chocolate orange hot chocolate. Fair play. <laughs> and... Just say to the audience, we have not been endorsed by Costard. We have not been sponsored. But if they would like to sponsor us, would we be? We we'd be open to that, wouldn't we? Should we wrap this up now? We probably should. Yes. If you've (laughs) made it to this far in the podcast, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, We we hope you've had a good time. We hope you've been, yeah, received some benefit out of it, and hopefully we'll be back next week on Tuesday for the Shinwag. I feel like we're doing a pilot episode and it's like we have to like get reviewed and see if we're going to get funding to do a full season, a.k.a. will Ross shut us down? (laughs) (laughs) Fill some five-star reviews in for ourselves. And if you would like to be on the podcast, uh, if you email adam.wood at woodcombe.org or susanna.tufnell at woodcombe.org, we will get back to you in some time. And yeah. Take care. Remember, wash your hands. What's the saying? Hands, space space hands <laughs> look to jesus that'll do and yeah hopefully we, we we will hopefully see all of you in person as soon as possible uh, in the meantime yeah keep looking to jesus <laughs> okay bye bye, bye.